The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Is it the greatest game ever made? Or is it the greatest game ever made? I'm Darren. I'm Mike. And it's time for Talk Amongst Yourselves. We don't really have pre-roll for we this. We don't do it, but I still do it in the style of popcorn because that's what I know. Okay. Uh, yeah. This Zelda, is, Darren. This is Zelda. Um, it's, it's pre-roll. You need to end the pre-roll so that we can have the music. We have music for Talk Amongst Yourselves? Yes, we have intro music for Talk Amongst Yourselves. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, That's weird. I don't like not introducing this shit. I'm sorry, Michael. Well, well, <laughs> you had your Oscar um, podcast where I, I was the sounding board. I did get my Oscar. You did, and I, I sat here quietly and smiled and waved for the entirety of that. So now you can pay the favour back by letting me gush. Sweet, no work. <laughs> <laughs> Let me gush openly. I'll be here with my drink <laughs> of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we classic. We um, are professionals, Darren. We are a professional podcast, therefore we only drink water. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, Legends of the Breath of the Wild, let me tell you a little story. Okay. Let me tell you the the line of decision making that led to me buying <laughs> a video game for a console I do not own. I was privy to this entire day's worth you of saw the, breakdown. The, uh, yeah, a breakdown. That's the only way we can describe it. So, um, the Wednesday before Zelda came out, I took ownership of Horizon Zero Dawn. Three, three days before the end of the world. Exactly. And I was happy about this. I was going with, like, right. I want to play Zelda. I've made no bones about it. I played every single Zelda game and overhyped myself for this video game. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> I played every single, as I said, every single one of those, reviewed them all, and that just got me wanting more somehow because they're just such a stellar set of games. And of course, if you listen to our preview of 2017, you hear me repeatedly and forcefully call this the greatest video game of all time. Potentially the greatest video game of all time. But I was like, right, I'm not going to buy the Switch. Because I'm not an early adopter. Doesn't happen in the Darren household. The whole most amount of money, least amount of games argument. I was like, no. There's five games out at the minute, exactly. I think. Is it five? Of which you've got... Hang on. Zelda, Just Dance, 1-2 Switch, Snipper Clips, and something else. I know there's different... Bomberman. Bomberman. Right. Well, we've got Mario Kart coming in like a few weeks' time. Yeah. But I was like, even if Zelda is the greatest game ever made, there's no reason to buy it now. So the plan was, wait till Christmas, wait until Mario Kart, what we presume is a Super Smash Bros. port, what we presume is either a port or a sequel or something to do with Pokemon Sun and Moon, and Mario Odyssey's out, then, then it's feasible to buy a Switch. So I was like, I'm okay with this, Horizon Zero Dawn has been in great reviews, fantastic reviews across the board, this is the game to tithe me over. I played two hours of it on Thursday night, and I was fairly happy with my time, looking forward to it. Friday morning rolls Dawn around. of the final day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, Michael. Yeah. Um, and now, obviously, I've read all the reviews, which were Ty Dillinger's across the board. <laughs> yeah. Unstoppably Ty Dillinger across the board. <laughs> That's a fucking joke. I'm not um, and, and I was like, that was to be expected. Yeah. But then on... Fr- well, it started on Wednesday, but I avoided it then because I was busy. Friday morning, there was nothing short of a tsunami of Let's Play videos. And I was awash with them with not much to do at work. I mean, if any of my bosses are listening, of course I worked eight hours a day non-stop throughout. I'm a great employee. But that <laughs> Friday morning, our boss happened to be out of the office. Yeah. It was a very lax Friday. Um, and I had nothing on the docket other than I had to go and do like an extra few hours of shifts on the night. 
Um, but I was like, no, it's fine. I'm going to go home and play um, Horizon Zero Dawn. But I will check it out. It was Jay Witz's, um Let's Play. He played 12 hours non-stop of Zelda, like live. And I was like, I'll just have a looky loo. And I, I watched that same opening sequence. But every time I've seen it so far, it's been in previews where it's very, like, you can tell fucking the Nintendo rep was over their shoulder. Yeah. Like going, go fucking there or I'll have your dick. Um, <laughs> so, so. Go there or have your So it was very much like they went to the same point. They talked to the old man, they had a look at the Temple of Time, they went to the shrine, da da da. Jay Witt had clearly played it beforehand, so I was like, right, what do you guys want me to do? And we're going to go and do it. Obviously, you're a bit in the opening area, you're a bit limited with what you can do, but still, I watched about. Now, I was doing work at the same time again, I'm honestly a good employee. I watched about two hours of that. Hang on, um, whilst you're doing that, I'm going to get up our WhatsApp conversation because it's great. Just the instant, instant descent into madness is so, the best. I'm watching this and I'm like, it keeps coming to me because, a bit of inside baseball here, Michael, in your good graciousness, you had lent me your Wii U for the purpose of playing the Minish Cap. Because for whatever reason, Nintendo don't feel that I deserve that on my handheld console, so I have to get it on the Wii U. That's true. Even though it's made for the Game Boy fucking Advance. So I had it there. You were not the taking GBFA. it back. <laughs> you were not taking it back anytime soon because you were not going to buy Breath of the Wild for the Wii U. You're going to wait for the Switch. And all that good jazz. So you were like, that we use yours, whatever you please. Thinking I was going to play High Wall Warriors, um, which do we tend to do eventually? Yeah. Um, but I was playing this game, and a thought occurred to me. Like, Darren, at home right now, you have the facilities you need to play this video game today. Right now. You haven't got to wait till Christmas. You haven't got to wait till next year. You haven't got to go the entire year not playing, potentially, the greatest game ever made. You can play this today. This is when the Google searches started. Because <laughs> I was like, hopefully it's sold out everywhere. And this moment of madness will pass and everything will be fine. I messaged you at half ten in the morning saying, because I'd also been watching playthroughs, I was like, the urge to just up and buy a Switch after watching a few Zelda reviews is palpable. You're right. You were, were, you, you are where I was yesterday. Or you can buy it for the Wii U, but don't get the DLC, etc. Then there's a bit back and forth about <laughs> about like buying the Switch and a Wii U. You, and you message me saying, I'm having mild panic attacks thinking about not playing this game right freaking now. I sent you a, bit of, a gif of Bill Bailey saying, oh no, a minute passes. Fuck it, I'm buying it on Wii U. <laughs> this is the point where I just went, right, I saw it at Argos and was like... This is when the first seed of a plan formulated in my head of, like, I can get from my work... I basically had an air window between half four, when my shift on Friday finishes, and half five, where my kind of extended telemarketing shift started, from half five till nine. Half five till eight, even. I was like, right, you have an error. Easily, in that error, you're going to drop plans to have a pizza. I was a little bit distracted, distraught about that. I was like, you can run from your campus to the Argos in the middle of Birmingham, get this game and get back with plenty of time to get everything set up for that shit. <laughs> you sent me a picture at four o'clock of you doing the Argos order. <laughs> I love I, this conversation. Someone in my office saw me, head in hands, ble- like, red-eyed, pulling my hair out, looking like I, like something was wrong, someone had died. And they were like, what is wrong with you? And I said, I can't decide if I want to buy a video game. <laughs> Once I had assured them that I wasn't mental and everything was fine, I basically laid out the, the thought process in my head of, like, do I wait and get a brand new console 
access to many other games because I'm never going to buy a Wii U. BT Dubs, as a hardware review, the Wii U fucking sucks. I hate that thing. The gamepad is the most tedious fucking thing because I don't need it. I had, you had your Wii U Pro Controller, which is fine. The Wii U Pro Controller is fine. Yeah, it's good. It's fine. It's fine, though. Like, continuing this from the company that made the GameCube controller, arguably the greatest game controller ever made. Yeah, fair enough. It's not in that vein. It's very much, it's fine. It feels like, it, like sometimes it feels like a Mad Cats thing. Yeah, I get you. Like, it's, I like, get it's you. not. That Wii U gamepad is the fucking bane of my existence, right? I wasn't using it. You only have to use it for certain shrines where you have to use the motion controls in it, right? So for the most part, it was on its little standby mode next to my fucking chair. And yet, it would run out of battery like it was going out of fashion. I didn't touch it for four hours and it went dead. So I had to keep it constantly charged. But I forget to charge it until I have to turn the Wii U on and go fucking sit there and put it in this little pedestal. Then sometimes I come to these shrines, realise it has died during my playtime and have to awkwardly hold the charger on. Because I wasn't stopping. <laughs> awkwardly hold the charger on with one hand whilst trying to use the motion controls. Jesus that damn. was tortured. Uh, so yeah, not a fan of the Wii U. So I'm not going to be buying one anytime soon. Um, and basically, the argument boiled down to be patient, play the video game that is already I already own, that is apparently very, very good for the console I do own, um, and then wait for Christmas and um, have that. Or play it today and potentially save myself £200 by never buying a Switch. They all said, logic dictates, buy it today, instant satisfaction, and save money. And I was like, man, you put it like that. So at half four... <laughs> I ran my ass to a hard <laughs> picked that game up, ran the hell home, and then did nothing but watch that clock. That two and a half hours, or whatever it was, three and a half hours, was some of the longest hours of my life. I'm just like, I could be at home right now playing this video game. You've probably heard too much about this already. Like, when are you going to talk yeah, about I, I mean, like, we've, what is it, like 15 minutes in or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, 15 minutes we've got without talking okay, about the okay, game. Okay, but um, just real quick, just to add to my pain, I then had to go like, right, I need to play this. I need to get home and play this now. Left work at eight, got to, I get the tram home from work. Tram's been cancelled. No tram for you, Darren. You can't get home. Shit, this is when the backup plan I had to phone, where I had to phone you. You did. <laughs> right, Michael. Because you, you, you knew, I was the only one who knew your plight. You were like, I've got Zelda and I can't get home. Do you know what I felt like? I felt like James Cameron in Safe Bar when he finds the bar. And you just hear me come up the crack and go, like, I found it! I found the bar! I'm coming! Ah! That was me running through Birmingham City Centre with your home. Michael, I've got it! I'm heading for the train! Pick me up at this time! Missed the first train by knocking you 30 seconds. I had to wait half an hour on a train, clutching it in my hands like... Ah, just trying to bike out like some plate from my hands. <laughs> looking at the images going, come on! <laughs> got home, me and you played it together for the first two hours, dicked around on the plateau, got off there, and then off we went. Now, this is the last point I really talked to you about my Zelda experience. That's the um, last I've played it as well. We got off the plateau and then I stopped playing. And I'm going to tell you now, Michael. Yeah? Other than, well, so that was two weeks ago now. That was more two, than two weeks ago. Wow, really? Yeah. Jesus, life goes quick. I have only had one day where I haven't played at least three hours of Zelda. Jesus. That was one day where I had literally back... I was, it, was Friday after, it was Friday, I was at work all day, then went straight out afterwards, had no time to play it. Other than that, it has dictated my every single waking thought on this planet has been thinking about Zelda. I am so 
tinfoil hat obsessed with this game, it's actually probably unhealthy. <laughs> That's probably the best review I can give of this game. Um, but Darren, you did answer the question. People are saying. Is it the greatest game of all time? Is it the greatest game of all time, Darren? We'll get to that in a few minutes. Fuck's sake! Stop blue balling me! <laughs> Alright, let me just talk about your, the experience, right? So, you, you all know the basic story. Link wakes up in the Sign of Resurrection. Uh, he was put there a um, hundred years ago following a cataclysmic battle with the Calamity Ganon. Um, Who isn't a Western inspired villain, it turns out. He's no. a big, billowy bitch. <laughs> He's a billowy bitch in every sense of the word. So where uh, Bracadabra, yeah. you billowy, billowy bitch? That's literally what I said to him. Abracadabra, you billowy bitch! So you, basically you wake up, you hear Zelda's disembodied voice and it's up to you to put the piece together of what the hell happened. And that's almost all the storyline that's actually required for you to finish the game. Hmm. If you ignored all else... And did the kind of... If you ignore the Divine Beasts, which are essentially your dungeons, all of which are optional, by the way. Oh, sure. You do not have to complete them at all. Because well, then they said in the game... So in the in the preview, Shigeru Maimoto himself was like, um, you can run straight to Ganon if you want. If you've got the, the bronze testicles needed to run straight at him, you can do that. It's your problem. I still need to watch the video. You can, yeah, there is literally a guy just running... Oh! <laughs> In, in my head, that's like slowed down to slow motion and Hard Rock Hallelujah by Lord, he's playing. See, I'm more of like, if only if Leroy Jenkins went on for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can tell you now, having finished the Hyrule Castle bit, yeah. I have no earthly idea how someone has got through that with basically just jumping straight off the Great Plateau at the start. Jesus. When you're armed with nothing but a tree branch and a prayer and some old trails and taking down something that took me... I don't even know how long I've spent on this game, but it's got to be over 20 hours at this point. Um, so yeah, all the options, everything is optional. You do not have to do everything. You don't even have to look at all areas of the map. You don't need to do the dungeons. You do not need to activate any other storyline things to get going. Okay. This is the, I think you were there for this. Just before you jump off the Great Plateau, your objective list updates. And it is literally, a main, your main objective changes, which has been fairly easy like, to find the shrine and stuff. Then you just switch it to defeat Ganon. Yeah, save Hyrule, end this. Save Hyrule, kill Ganon. Off you pop. <laughs> That's it. It's not even killing that. That is your main objective. You only basically have one. Stop Ganon. It is then up to you how you want to go about that. Um, there is a little bit of hand-holding Enough so that it basically points out what you should do, what is preferable to do, which is go and talk to Impa. Um, it is old woman Impa, not um, scary butch um, lesbian um, Impa, which is the preferred version of Impa, yeah. which is the badass. No, this is old broken down Impa. Okay. She fills in a little bit of the blocks, gives you, uh, you obtain you your Sheikah she slate, basically in the Shana Resurrection. She updates it so you now can take pictures. Yes, you can take selfies, Michael. Yeah, and make funny faces like in the Wind Waker. Oh, brilliant! Um, it's my favourite thing. And and she gives you these twelve photographs. Please say you got a selfie with the Calamity Ganon. Didn't do that. Damn it, Darren! I'll get to that in a, in a second. She gives you these twelve photos. These are the main part. If you ignore the um, divine beats, are your storyline beats? And this is an example of not handholding you. These are completely optional. And not only are they completely optional, it doesn't really give you a point of the map to go, if you go here, you will learn about the story. You have to do this by context. The photo shows you an image. You have to then figure out, right, that's that mountain. It's over there. I'm to the south of that. 
here's this type of tree, this type of tree appears in this area, it's near a body of water, there's a body of water that matches all the criteria, I have to go there, if it isn't that one, it sucks to be you, you've got to go and find another body of water, figure out something else, that is this game in a nutshell, it's so, it's, it is the, the original Legend of Zelda giving the full 3D treatment, and for that, it is so, so, so good. Yeah. It, it, it rewards exploration like no other game in the history of time ever has. Sweet. So so you have a, you had a journal for this for this game, Darren. Uh, for my birthday this year, the people at work gave me a Legend of Zelda branded like little notebook and a Legend of Zelda pen. I did not use a guide. Tell a lie, I did for one little thing <laughs> in a second. I did not use a guide. I was determined to like, right, I'm going to do this like it's 1984 and it's the original Zelda. I have a pen and I have paper and that is all I'm allowed. I will note down everything of notes um, that like, you know, the, the game tells me and I will figure it out. I cannot stress to you how great it is doing this game with pen and paper. Like, even some of the shrine puzzles, I literally had to draw the diagram out in pen and paper and go, right, this is here, this is here, this is here, to help me finish the things. It's the way around to do it. I know we're used to being handheld, and but see, this thing, as much as they don't handheld you, they make it very obvious, if you're paying attention, where to go and what to do. You can infer a lot from just talking to NPCs, um, from the general way the map's designed. The central area, other than right outside Hyrule Castle, genuinely quite easy. Then there's almost an order you meant to do the Divine Beast in. Hmm. Just because you can tell in some of the areas the, the enemies are a lot harder than they are in some of the areas. Um, I don't even think I necessarily stuck to that. That's the thing. I kind of crisscrossed all over the map to get all mine done. Um, but yeah, so if, you, if you're paying attention, and if you're writing stuff down, and you're taking these notes, you will have an excellent time. I have now switched over to a god. I've finished the main storyline. Now I just want to get all the shrine pieces. I want to collect all the side missions stuff. I have now switched to the guide. And I can tell you now, it's nowhere near as fun as it was when it was just me, a piece of paper, and Link doing all of this together. So, so good. And it rewards you for that exploration. If you're not paying attention and you only do the shrines and you only do the things that you think you're meant to do, you will not get half as much out of this video game as you potentially could. You will not have the best armour. You will not have the best weapons. You will not have the best horse. So so good in that way. Right, in in that everything is is sort of found naturally by by playing the game and not by following yeah. a path. For the, well, armors, for the most part, you either buy them or uh, you get them from shrine crests. Okay, they're 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 it's a, there's only a few sets that you come across completely in the wild. Um, some of the Zora armor, for example, you do get from chests in the wild, which is why I didn't pick up most of it during the game because just because I didn't run past it. Um, had I been truly exploring every inch of the map, I think I found a nice balance where I wasn't being like anal about checking every grain of sand for a secret. But I, I explored a fair amount of it. Because so I wanted to go into Ganon and think, I'm relatively powerful now. Fair enough. Um, which you do via the shrine quests, which are a very nice addition. Uh, they're basically all mini dungeons. Um, some of which are puzzle-based, some of which are combat-based, some of which are blessings. They're the best. You actually turn up into a shrine, you're expecting to have to fight something off of some puzzle, and you just, no. You've done well to find the shrine. There's the treasure chest. There's the monk. Off you go. No. Oh. Off you pop. They're usually when you've done like a really long quest to find the shrine. So just like, you don't need to solve the puzzle. You get your reward. Off you pop. Fair enough. Um, you do four of those shrines. You get your spirit orb. You can upgrade your, your health or your stamina. Very, very simple concept. Make collecting the shrines a, a necessary part of the game. Which is never boring because there's so much variety in them. Um, 
you find yourself going out of the way, stopping any progress you were doing was your little shrine sensors going beep, 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 and you've got to go find that shrine. Really like that implementation. Um, the world, beautiful. I did have some of the frame rate issues. Yeah. They have cropped Even on up. Wii U. Even on Wii U, they have cropped up a few times. Moblins tend to set it off, the big enemies. Oh, yeah, the big fight. They set them off, and the Great Plateau was actually quite... Not yeah. bad for him, but that's where the, the most of them have I, I've been hearing those reports of that, but the, one of the mechanics I wanted or did want to talk about, and I wanted your ta- hot take on it now that yeah. we've gotten out. Well, I've only done the starting area, Darren. Yeah. There's still a whole world out there for me to explore when I eventually oh, get to play this game. So the weapons, the weapon system. Yeah. Does it work or does it get on your tits? I liked it. I, I think because every enemy drops their weapon, you are never really short of choice. Um, it does become, it's something that Yats is always saying, where you never want to use your best weapons just in case a bigger boss is around the corner. So I've had something called the Edge of Duality, which is this big fucking, um, like, uh, well, well, a claymore thing. I now have four of them, and I've not swung one of them, because they're, like, second only to the Master Sword in this game. And you're like, yeah, but what if there's something bigger? I'll put that away and get out my, my 26 sword as opposed to my 50 sword. So there is a little bit of that, but there's great variety in the weapons. Um, spears for the most part are quite useless but they're good at you know they're good early on because you can keep range you can keep distance between your enemies yeah. but really you want to be getting broadswords are the best one because they allow you to use your shield as well but then you also get claymores which you have to use two handed means you open defensively but they usually have more attacking power they're slower but they can wallop faster that adds a variety that's not been in any of the Zelda games because for the most part it is just a sword I mean I think Wind Waker had a few nice options um, like you had the hammer you had stuff like that. But this is the first one to truly give you a lot of variety in your things. So you still mm-hmm. get boomerangs, for example, but they work, they're Lizalfo boomerangs, so they're basically daggers, but then you can, so you can you can hit people like a sword, but then if they're thrown away, you can throw them like a boomerang, and you have to catch it. That's a nice little thing. You have That's to pretty do. cool. Um, Zelda staples, Darren. Items, hook shots. No hook shots. No hook shots. Hook shot is not Apparently it was in an early build of the game, but they removed it um, mm. because they couldn't figure out the weapon degradation on it. Ah, uh. And because you can't really use it in an offensive way, um, don't worry, there are negatives coming. Don't worry. It's not a perfect game. In case you're wondering, you're like, okay, we get it, it's good. Um, <laughs> we get it, Darren. It, it, you it, like it Breath of the Wild. It, oh, no. Uh, we it got one. We got it, ladies and gentlemen. It didn't really bother me. It was never really a problem. I think, and again, the later on in the game you get, the better the weapons you get. The inventory space is more of a problem. Yeah. But that's something that you have to deal with through collecting Korok seeds. You will find Koroks hidden everywhere there are 900 of them scattered throughout Hyrule one guy's found them all apparently good god that man has earned his paycheck <laughs> um, and they just turn when everything, something seems out of place it's like a really small mini game you do that you get your Korok seed um, and then the further into the, you can grade them by Hestus the tree who's funny he has maracas and goes boom uh, we like him Hestus um, the tree Hestus the tree oh in that um, case NPCs Darren tell me more about the characters oh okay um I, for the most part, like them. They're they're much closer in tone. I think Skywood Sword tonally is the closest one to this one. Hmm. There's a lot of Wind Waker in here, um, especially the the enemies more so than anything. But it's not as it's not as cutesy as Wind Waker. That's where the NPCs really fit in. Um, I said that there wasn't much in the way of really memorable characters. Because this introduces voice acting, which is very hit and miss. Um, the the people who talk are so Zelda is a, is a voiced person. Um, the old man is voiced. 
Um, and then usually you'll go to each of the four major cities, which are where the Gorons are, the, Zora, the Zoras are, the, uh, the Rito are, and the Gerudos are. And you'll usually meet, like, their chief. They will be voice acted. And then um, from 100 years ago, each of those clans had a champion. Link was also a champion. That's what the blue things are. They represent champions. They will also have dialogue. The blue things? The blue, like, tunic. Oh, okay, yeah. So each of these champions drove one of the, the Divine Beasts. When you go to the Divine Beast, you will talk with their spirit. Um, spoiler alert, they're all dead, but that's not really much of... It's basically told you not. 100 years ago, to be yeah. fair. So, they're all voice acting, and it is very hit and miss. So, the uh, the best, well, the worst one for me was the, the dead Zora champion, who was really, really boring. Hmm. Really, really monotone. Um, the Rito guy was a bastard, and I was glad he was dead. Um, <laughs> the Gerudo, the Gerudo woman was quite sassy, and I liked her. And the Goron dude was quite fun. The the champion, the the guy who you have to talk with in in the actor in, in present day is a bit of a, a bit of a wetter, a bit of a wiener. So we don't like him. Okay, um, Zelda. I'll get to Zelda one second. Okay. Um, there is the the Zora Prince is gonna get so much fangirl love. It's unreal. His name is like Siphon. He's like S S I P H O N. That's Siphon. Siphon. That's Siphon. And he just keeps breaking out his million dollar smile and going ding. <laughs> we like Siphon. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some Link Siphon shipping like you wouldn't believe. Zelda is the best character in the game. Okay. Link has his moments, but of course he doesn't talk. It's kind of almost. He has some heroic moments, especially in the flashback where you're like, that's my boy. Zelda is the best character in this because she's characterised that we've never seen Zelda. Zelda is always in command. Whether it's Ocarina of Time as Sheik, whether it's in Twilight Princess where she's a badass, whether it's Tetra, she's always a badass, she's always overconfident. This is an underconfident nerd in over her head. Well, so like Skyward Sword. No, Skyward Sword, she was like the, be- the girl next door, wasn't she? So Essentially, but she knew she was predestined for greatness and accepted it and, and did fine. This Zelda is predestined for greatness, but she's failing at it. Sure. She wants to be a science nerd. She wants to go and study the, the Sheikah technology. She wants to do this. But her dad, the King of Hyrule, is impressed on her. No, you need to learn the ancient magic so Ganon turns up, you can fight him. She's really, really, really good. Mm. She's by far and away the best character in this game. So I remember the trailer, the, the last trailer before this game released, was really emotional. Yes. Is that something this game brings? It is. Again, you, you're reliant on those mem- on finding those memories to get that kind of real gravitas. I found them all, with the exception of one, before going to Hyrule Castle. I was determined to find them all, so I was up to date with the story. There are some really good voice acting. She still has some good lines here and there. And, and in fact, I, I like the experiment with voice acting. I think it helps the story. It needs to be better next time, across the board. Oh, so you wanted to come back? I wanted to come back. It needs to be better and needs to be more prominent, I think. But there was an, there was an okay balance here, but I would have preferred more of it. But yeah, Zelda is... I don't want to give too much away. This thing, I'm trying to avoid spoilers as best I can. But yeah, Zelda is by far and away the best character in this game. Ganon basically doesn't have a character. And neither does Link. But Zelda... Awesome. So Ganon... Because Ganon's clam to Ganon now. So yes. he's not he's not a pig monster and he's not Garandorf. No. He is big, red, billowy bitch. Billowy bitch. Best description of him. Um, so he is taking control of the of the divine beast. So he's, so he's not an evil lord. He's just a force. Yeah, he has become a force of nature. That's basically. No, no, it kind of works thematically because I don't know how else you would have had Ganon in this type of game. Mm. Um, and he kind of works because then you never really. 
So they didn't Galactus cloud him, or did they no, Galactus cloud well, him? Kind of. Um, we'll get to him after a little bit of a spoiler warning in a second. Okay. Just want to touch on a few more negatives, and well, we'll talk about the Divine Beast first. They're your four major dungeons. So I'm assuming it's stuff like Goma or something like that. No, 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 you don't actually fight much in the dungeons. This thing, they've gone with a bit of um, which they, this makes me loathe saying this. They've gone a bit Shadow of the Colossus with the with the. Oh, movies. nice. This is the awesome. You, you, the the base thing is you you go to the 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 place. So with the Zoras, the Zora was the one I did first. In case you're wondering, I did the Zoras, then the Ritos by accident, then the Grudos, then uh, the Gorons, because uh, Death Mountain is a bastard to get towards. That was the only point I needed a guide, because the basically the second you get anywhere near Death Mountain, you set on fire. Oh shit! And they lay out very early on. Um, cooking, I won't spend a lot of time on cooking, but it is a very fun mechanic. Oh, we had fun with that in the we first did. two hours. I realised what we were doing wrong. What was that? You were not meant to cook the monster parts with the food. Oh, The what? monster parts are to make elixirs, the food is to make food. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Damn so, it, we can't so, eat monsters. No, we can't. Um, but yeah, you make the food to help you fight, you know, to give you health benefits and then also to give you resistances. So shock resistances. And the main two were cold resistance and um, heat resistance. Fairly self-explanatory, right? Now, you'd think, I'm being set on fire, I need heat resistance. No. Turns out there's an unmentioned fourth elixir which is actually being heat-proof, flame-proof, which was never mentioned. It was mentioned by one NPC at one stable who I didn't talk to, which I should have done, wasn't mentioned. So I was getting infuriated. I was like, I need to get to Goron. I cannot give myself enough, because I think you get set on fire and then you lose health gradually, which is quite fast compared to the other ones. I was like, I do not have enough health on me to be able to just to soldier through to Goron City. I was like, the second I get there, I'll be able to buy armor that makes me fine proof. But still, that was the only time I had to use a guide. Anyway, so you go to the city, you go to the Zora phase, you meet the prince, you have a little bit of story, you do a little bit of a side quest to get ready for the, the Divine Beast, and then you go at them. You, you're fighting, so the Zora one is a big elephant. And you are fighting on the, it's so good. The elephant one is probably the best of the boss fights. You are fighting him on the back of Siphon the Zora who's swimming round him. The elephant is pelting you with ice trying to get you. You have to aim your bow and take the ice there. By the way, the bow mechanics in this are very, very good. I did, I did, I did. Um, that's the bit I would like to say. Like, yeah, they, they, cause they were very. The adamant. combat seems really good. It's not Wind Waker good. No. Because I think Wind Waker is still the greatest combat engine ever. Uh, ever. Don't know about put that. Into a video game. Don't know about in that. In terms of mixing up, because they've kind of moved away from the items and the swords set up, but Wind Waker combined that better than any other Zelda game in any other game, period. The way you could switch between boomerang and sword, and all of your options were available to you, you could switch them on the fly. But we're not here to talk about Wind Waker, Darren. Sorry. Um, we'll have to talk about Wind Waker at some point, but we'll get back to that. So yeah, you, you're going around the elephant, he's pelting you, you go shoot the elephant, all the ice out of the water. Then, second all the ice is gone, you have to go up next to him, there's waterfalls coming out of him, you put the Zora on that allows you to swim up the waterfall, jump out, slow motion, you've got these big four glowing parts in his body, you have to shoot them with shock arrows. It's fucking awesome. It's so, so, so fucking good. You bring him down, and then you go inside of the Divine Beast, and that's where the puzzle is. And they've all got this kind of setup where you can move the dungeon that then changes how it's set up, which opens doors, sets off traps, etc. So you don't really fight all that much. There's like purple goop everywhere that you have to find the eye that controls it, shoot that, and then it removes that goop. You can enter a new bit of the dungeon. And a few of them have guardians in them, but they're like the little crappy ones. Um, so Not the just, huge fuckers. No, no. So still yet to take down one of those successfully. But well, you've still there. not done it? I took down one. 
Because you get given these special, like, use these for Guardian's arrows, and they one-shot kill them. Oh, nice. But I only had one. <laughs> shot him landing in the one game. It's like, shit. So I had to jump on my horse and fucking pelt away. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, shit, Darren, does the horse actively avoid trees like they said they would? Kind of. <laughs> they didn't even get that Sometimes right. Sometimes they just go, whoa. <laughs> but it, it realistically acts like a horse. Yeah. Oh, can I save horse with just saying yeah, okay, yeah. So... Two of the divine beasts are really fun. The elephant one in the Zora domain and the giant falcon of the Ritos are both really, really fun to do. Um, the, the derp <laughs> camel. <laughs> the derp oh, camel. When you play this game, you will see why it's called the derpy camel because it walks like the derpy thing. <laughs> fighting that wasn't fun. You think it'd be like fighting an attack because they're basically the same setup. But I don't know if it, like the game glitched or something because I took down that beast surprisingly quickly, and then the inside of it is a confusing mess. It's not a good dungeon layout. Listen, dungeons are not the game's strong point. I think Wind Waker had better dungeons. Twilight Princess had better dungeons. Ocarina had better dungeons. Uh, Ocarina. Well, I don't know about Ocarina. But George Mass had better dungeons, etc. Is it as bad as the Water Temple, Darren? No, nothing's ever as bad as the Water Temple. <laughs> uh, and the, and the and the Garuda won the fight against the the divine beast of the Garudas, the the Salamander on Death Mountain. Um, the fight against it isn't great, but the dungeon itself is all right. That's a shame. That, that looked the coolest. Yeah, so they're fine, but it's not the strength of this game. Uh, right, what haven't I touched on that we'd like to horses? Know about? Horses. I have a little bit of a problem with the horses in that I think. They, they, they need to be realistic as a Zelda game, kind of rob the horses a bit of their purpose. Because with a Ponna, you play a Ponna song, she's there, on, off you go. With this one, you have to get them at the stables for a kickoff. And then if they're not somewhere near you, when you whistle, they will not come to you. That's bullshit. You are on your own. And it makes sense because that's the, they stay exactly where they are on the map, but if you take them out, they don't automatically go back to the stable. So you can be on the other side of the map and your horse is still trotting around some field somewhere. Um, that's the thing that means I didn't use them all that often because the stables are few and far between there's a fair amount of them but there's not lots of them hmm. and that's a problem if you've got a lot of high to explore which you fucking have you've got to do most of it on foot maybe yeah, with mountainous we were looking at the map size for this game oh my god but it doesn't feel empty that's the good thing okay because of the Korok seeds, because of the enemy camps and because of so many secrets you have to find and the 120 shrines um, it doesn't feel empty at all it's really really well designed in that way that's the thing. I still would have liked to have a horse that I could just beckon and get on the horse and ride off. Is that not um, actual Epona that you have to get through the amiibo? Can not actual Epona not do that? I don't know if Epona can, but I very much doubt it. Because I still think Epona can die. You oh, can, shit. I have yet to have a horse die on me. Very proud of that. Um, I was trying to pick a theme. Because oh, you're wondering what did you call the horses. Yeah. I was trying to go with my theme of heavy machinery. So the first one was called Earth Mover, with the E in Mover, because it ran out of characters. I then had one that was, like, blue. My horse was blue and white, so I was like, what's a water heavy machinery? I was like, a puddle jumper? That's something. But he couldn't fit puddle, so he's called Pea Jumper. Pea Jumper. Then I said, no, change of heart. I'm going to name him after Canto Gyms. Oh, OK. And Towns and Cities. So I then called my third one Cerulean without realising I can't rename horses. So I then had two that were on the one theme, the third one that was just called Cerulean. <laughs> I've only used it once, I haven't used it since. So then I was like, right, I'm just going to call him whatever the hell I want. Found a black horse, he's called Big Dave. Um, <laughs> I was going to call him such Big a Winston. Jump. I was going to call him Big Winston, but I know there is actually a giant horse in the game. 
like who's twice the size of normal horses, he's going to be called Big Winston when I finally <laughs> Big him. Winston. Then you get a side quest to go and get Zelda's horse. Oh shit! Right, and I wanted to call it. Um, but, this is for wrestling nerds out there. I was, but. <laughs> I was going to call it Princess Kimber Lee, who's a wrestler. Oh, okay. But turns out you have a clip of her riding her horse in one of your memories, and it's a male. I was like, hmm. So I called him Swagske <laughs> after Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura is the king of strong style. Swagske is the king of horse style. Because um, <laughs> he's a royal horse. I was like, he's the king of horse style. So it's Swagske. Swagske is the, the best. He's white, which is all. Uh, and, and like he's got not the best stats. I think Apollo's got the best stats in the game. But he's so, 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 so good. And he was the one I have to use in the end, um, near the end of the game to, to get around. But yeah, horses are a bit of a disappointment. For you. They handle fine. And, and they, work, they they operate okay, but not having access to them all the time is bad. Right, for the last few negative. Music, not great. It's kind of diegetic sound a lot of the time, which is needed if you're trying to catch it. I can hear enemies over there. But it's all this really weird synth music. Hmm. For the synth music, not like, piano. That's piano. Okay, piano, but you know what I mean? Like, it's futuristic Piano. Yeah. Um, future sailors. <laughs> we are the future, future sailors. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> like the mighty version of Rotten <laughs> for the most part. Now, there are some times where you hear classic Zelda songs. You go near a stable, you hear a Pona song. Oh, um, that's cool. You go into. Is it like a version or is it actually a Pona song? It's a version. Oh. Um, you, it's, a, it's a good remix. You go near the Rito village. And you hear the Dragonfall Island theme tune from Wind Waker. That's cool. So, um, oh, what's, the, what's that go like now? The one that goes... Oh, yeah. Which is one of my favourite Zelda songs. I was like, yes! Nice. Then when you get to Hyrule Castle, you hear both the Hyrule Castle theme tune and the main Zelda theme tune. Oh. And it adds to... Hyrule Castle makes up for the disappointment... The okay, not disappointment, but the kind of lacklustre dungeons. What's the Hyrule Castle theme tune again? I can't remember. Like that, but <laughs> but the main theme, that. obviously, you, you can tell a mile Hyrule away. Hyrule Castle is awesome. It's everything you want a Zelda dungeon to be. It's so, so fucking good. Um, stamina can occasionally get on your nerves, but if you've got the right tonics and you've got the right gear, you're fine. Uh, the gear's a bit limited. They all have one job to do, mm. so there's not much variety. So the flame-proof outfit, you only get one. It looks exactly the same. You can change the colours. And I basically tried to get everything of Zelda owns. The head and the top are always green. And then the bottom is either beige or white. Just so he's kind of always looked a bit like Link. Um, but yeah, so you've got like the climbing gear. Which is basically hips to Link in a bandana and a fucking cut on shirt. <laughs> the Zora armour that allows you to swim faster. They all serve purposes. And mm-hmm. you can mix and match. So you can have like a boost of climbing attack and swimming. But unless you have the full set on you don't really feel the benefits. So that could be handled better, but you could be more open to it. And I still haven't got the tunic. You have to get all 120 strides to get the actual Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild green tunic. Oh, so a, a Breath of the Wild green tunic exists. It's it not just this blue exist. shit. Yeah, and you can... Right, because the other stuff is like, you can get dressing up as Fierce Deity Link from Majora's Mask, but mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's either an amiibo or a DLC, but either way, it hasn't been in the game officially. They've found the code for it. Ah, oh, okay. You can get all... If you have like the Wind Waker Link or the Ocarina Time Link or Scarlet Sword Link, you can put those amiibos on there and, you can get and the get outfits. their tunics. You can get a So you can get the tunic... You can get the outfit of Time and yeah. you can get the outfit of... The outfit of Wind, the outfit of Sky. Yeah. Um, you can get hold of Sheik's, uh, Sheik's Mask. You can put Sheik's um, amiibo on there. And lots of nice stuff like that. And also Wolf Link. Because reasons. And also Wolf Link, uh, I, I, you know, I know Amiibo, so I'm really annoyed. Um, there's very nice little sort of hints, by the way, to 
we won't get into timeline theory because as Michael will attest, I'll be here for fucking hours if we get into timeline theory. We had a good 20 minute discussion and we, we weren't even properly talking did. about it. Um, but um, there's nice, there's one incredibly good memory where Zelda's basically knighting Link as a champion oh, nice. and has this like one bit of dialogue that's like, oh, you cheeky buggers. <laughs> they basically named up like every major Zelda game like subtly, yeah. but not subtly at the same time. But there's nice little, so this is one that quick side. There's lots of nice names dotted here and everywhere. Like Koa Lint Island is a thing. That's the island from Link's Awakening. Limbeck Island. Limbeck was in um, Phantom Hourglass. There's Limbeck Island. There's Tingle Island. Oh, Sorry, no everybody. Tingle isn't in the game. Oh, no way. It might be good. There's a DLC campaign coming that's going to have new story content. As much as you don't ever want him to be there, you kind of want him at the same time. You That's expect the weird thing him, about don't Tingle. you? Yeah. Like, you never... Oh, it's like, oh, Tingle. But then you're like, where's Tingle? <laughs> he needs to be here, right? Um, so, yeah, lots of nice nods to previous games scattered throughout the game. Um, yeah, music not great. What else do I need to praise? Um, yeah, so that's basically... That's all you need to know about the, the minutiae of everything. Hyrule Castle's awesome. The final boss fight is so Dark Souls, it's unreal. Um, Dark Souls? It, it reminded... I've never played Dark Souls, but I've seen a lot of playthroughs. It reminded me the most. Basically, you get to the end of each of the Divine Beasts and you have to fight a form of Ganon. Oh, shit. So, like, they're called, like, something blights. So, like, you go to the retail, it's the wind blight, the water blight, the desert blight, etc. Um, uh, by the way, if you do, please do complete the four Divine Beasts. Beast they do help you with Hyrule Castle. This is the really cool thing. Once you turn them on, basically, the, the once you get them back under control, they will climb on top of a mountain and shoot a red beam directly at Hyrule Castle, which you can see from any point in the map. You love that. That's cool. And there's big red lines. There's also a blood moon that happens every three days. That's oh, that resets fun. all the it monsters. every fucker. If you just drop somebody, which I did several times, like drop to camp, collect everything, and then all of a sudden they're back up and like shit. So what is, how does the blood moon go down? Is it is it like a cutscene or something like that? Essentially, yeah. A cutscene happens at midnight on a blood moon. Linked, uh, Zelda tells you for the 50th time, everyone's on the bike again. I'm like, I know, Zelda, I get it. Right, again, I could sit in here for hours and tell you about every single thing in this game. But... The big question. Yeah. Is it the greatest game ever made? Is it the greatest game ever made, Darren? That's what I want to know. It's competition, funnily enough. It will never be my favourite game. That will always be Pokemon Red until the day I die. Fair enough. Because nothing means more to me than Pokemon Red. It is the greatest. Not the greatest, but it's my favourite video game ever. To be the greatest video game of all time, it has to take down one of its brothers. It has to take down The Wind Waker. Which, at present, is my favourite console game and the game I genuinely... Above Arkham City, Red Dead, Pokemon... Yep. Above every other Zelda game. It is my second favourite game of all time, and it is the game I consider to be the greatest of all time. Which, in the same way that Jurassic Park isn't the film I consider to be the actual greatest. But it is your favourite. It's my favourite. So it's 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 a good comparison piece. Which one? Because these are definitely two. These two are the best Zelda games. You can put Ocarina in there as 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 the bronze medal, in my opinion. But it's between these two, and I think Zelda in in favour of Wind Waker, better music. Better combat, in my opinion, and just more of the hallmarks of Zelda. You do miss a bit not being dressed up as Link, because it was weird having to fight Ganon in the knight's armor, which was my best defense and attack armor. I was like, that's not what it should look like. I should have the master. Oh, by the way, so master sword. 
really, really cool. Yeah. You don't just pull it straight out of the stone. You've got to earn that shit. What? And it's fucking good. Oh, cool. Um, well, slight spoiler alert. But basically... Just go on, go on. Unless you have enough heart, you can't pull the sword out. Because you literally grab it. You go... Because I knew where it was because I was in the trailer. I knew it was in the Great Forest. Yeah. Obviously, that's where it Getting is. Getting through the Lost Woods is really fun. Yeah. Like, basically, the Dooku Tree's in the middle. You're on the Deku outside. Tree. Whatever he's called. Not the Dooku Tree. It's the not Deku fucking tree. Christopher Lee. So the Deku Tree's in the middle. You've got to get through the Lost Woods. We didn't tell you how to get through it unless you talk to the right NPC. Because between there and, and, and the outside of the forest is the Lost Woods. If oh. you get lost, it starts you back at the start. Oh, no, shit. You've got to figure out how to get through there by your own accord. You finally get to him and it's in the pedestal in front of you. By the way, it's not really ever... Like, the other tier you on the logo. Yeah. That's only in flashbacks. Oh, okay. There's not like an actual sign, like a, a thing to restore it. It's been restored over the last hundred years. Oh, fair enough. You grab hold of it, mm-hmm. unless you have more than 13 hearts, you can't pull it out. Because as you start pulling, as you're like heaving it out of the stone, your life starts to go down. Why? Because it's a, it, if you're not worthy of the Master Sword, you don't get to pull so it the, out. So the sword can kill you, is what you're saying? No, it doesn't stop you. The, the, the Deku Tree will stop you with a quarter health left and replenish you all. But that's it. You still don't have the Master Sword. You have to earn that. So you can't just... That's the thing. If you were doing a speed run, because if you get the Master Sword... It's usually a 30 weapon. It's a middle-of-the-range weapon most of the time. If you go anywhere near Ganon, so you go into the Divine Beast, or you go into Hyrule Castle, it becomes a 60 blade. It's the best weapon in the game. Ah, oh, mate. It has limited... It doesn't, you can't use it infinitely. It will break. You can break the Master Sword. But it doesn't, you don't break the Master Sword. But basically, it starts glowing. And if you hit too many things... Now, it might be because I was using it for everything in Hyrule Castle because I thought it had infinite power. Hmm. It will break, and then you have to wait 10 minutes for it to reset. 10 minutes real time. Sure. You have to wait for it to reset. So I was in Hyrule Castle hiding. <laughs> like, please don't be in blue mood. Please, God, don't be in blue mood. I have got the weapon to deal with this. Um, See, so yeah, but that's that's what's good about it. If you've just literally ran straight there because you saw it in the train and thought, I want the Master Sword, you don't get to have it. You've got to earn, you've got to go through, what's that? So you need 10 extra hearts. So that's 40 shrines minimum you do get a heart vessel for completing each of the divine beasts but even then that only knocks that down to like what 36 shrines you need to complete in order to be worthy of the master sword so i got it relatively late on i'd already done two of the divine beasts and then it like occurred to me like, oh fuck i haven't got the master sword yet went there heave that fucker out and it, oh it feels good and you also get the highly unsealed if in hyrule castle if you know where you're looking but that can break as well can't it it can, but it's got ridiculously good durability. It's like 90 plus, which is ridiculous. Most shields are like 30, so... It can break, but as long as you don't use it for every enemy, you'll be fine. Use it against the big fuckers in Hyrule Castle, by all means. Um, so, better combat for me in Wind Waker. I, better style, just because I just love Wind Waker so much. And music's better. Plus it's a Breath of the Wild. Sailing, which I don't genuinely have a problem with it in Wind Waker, it is better this way. Climbing stuff is a revelation for a Zelda game. Helps exploration no end. It can be tedious, but it's like the good type of... Okay, there's no such thing as a good type of tedious. It's actually good game design, because it means some areas are locked off on there until you earned it, until you... Because you can upgrade heart and stamina when you earn spirit orbs. Um, so then, the better stamina you are, and once you get the climbing gear, you can climb high mountains, and you can get yourself potions to replenish your stamina, so you can keep going. So it rewards you for doing more of the game. That's smart. It's smart level design. Um, so that works in its favour. It's better exploration. The story, although not as straightforward as Legend of Wind Waker because of how optional it all is and disjointed it is, is very strong. You do get the point, especially from how good Zelda is. She's fucking phenomenal. I can't overstate how good she is. Um, 
that really helps you pull through. As long as you get past the weapon degradation, you don't really miss any more of the items. Because the only one that's really missing is the hookshot. Everything else is there in some form, including the fire rod, the ice rod, the lightning rod. Oh, really? Uh, they're breakable weapons as well, yeah. but they're cool. Um, I like all the monster designs in this. Um, I like the horse controls when you get to use them. And it's just a better world. I This thing, I finished it on Friday, and not for a second it crossed my mind to think, oh, I finished Zelda now. I'm like, no, I'm going straight back. I'm going to get all the shrines. I'm not going to get all the Koroks because I have a life, but I'm going to get all the shrines. <laughs> I'm going to find all these things. Um, oh my god! I didn't even talk about the best thing. This is the, okay. This is the defining aspect of. Breath I was of I was about to say what is your favorite moment, but I guess this this you've seen wasn't. it. I sent you on WhatsApp. Oh, I didn't watch it. Oh damn it! Um, what was it? T- so, tell, tell me. Right. Tell the people. You I'm can't just keep it from the people. This is the defining moment, and it captured Breath of the Wild perfectly of just unexpected exploration. So many instances happened in this game of me just wandering down a path, thinking, "What's down here?" and finding something awesome none more so this happened completely by accident and you're better for not looking into this game extensively i kind of did so i knew some of the things but this is something no one spoiled for me um plus lionels are in the game which are in like some of the early 2d games mm. like centaurs with knives and i was just in a random bit of the desert and looked up and one was just staring at me quite far away in the distance but it wasn't charging at me i was like oh is that an npc can i talk to him i was like hello Took like two steps towards him, massive spears, like, shit. <laughs> they're not like the hardest enemies you can walk into, but they're quite few involved too. Yeah. Anyway, I'm in Lake Hylia. There's a shrine in the middle of Lake Hylia. It's night time. I, I complete the shrine, and I was consulting my map and trying to figure out, like, well, that's a bridge. I was trying to find out there's a near, there's a memory somewhere near Lake Hylia, and I was trying to figure out where it was. Then something drifts into my eye line. In the top right hand side of the corner, something glowing like like, like yellow in the sky. It's like, what the fuck is that? Now this this isn't much of a spoiler, but I I I wouldn't want to ruin it too much for you. But still, look up. There is a big fuck off dragon gliding over Lake Hylia. What? I have not triggered anything. This is not a boss battle. It's just a big screen filling dragon. Like a, it's like a thin Chinese-style dragon. Yeah. He's just gliding, completely oblivious to me, over Lake Hylia. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that... No one mentioned this. <laughs> Have I found this? <laughs> is this my thing? Oh, my... Am I meant to fight him? <laughs> what am I doing? Because that thing... I'm not interacting with it. It's not something I triggered or did anything with. It's just there. So I was like, fuck. So he's launching off like these like lightning bolts into some like am I meant to be chasing them? Is he trying to attack me? He's not paying attention to me, he just glides right past. So like there's a little boat nearby, I jump on, get the cork lift out, and I'm just pounding after this guy <laughs> trying to chase him. I get up onto the, the bridge that goes over Lake Hylia, and he comes relatively near you, but I still couldn't any I was nowhere near shooting distance. Shot him with an arrow, managed to make a scale drop off him, pick that up, that's quite a useful item for later on in the game. And then I just watched him. I stood there for like 10 minutes real time just watching this dragon go into Lake Hylia, come out, drift around, and then just fucked off into the sky. I could have done absolutely nothing to him and he would have just carried on. And I was like, that was fucking amazing. That is one of the best video game experiences I've ever had. Something completely unexpected that I did nothing to, nothing held his arrival. There wasn't like a big... Did it ever come back? That's the thing, yeah. 
There's three of these dragons in Hyrule. Oh, right. They they, they pop up. There's one at Lake Hyrule. Oh, were well, they meant one... to be the goddesses? Yeah. So... Oh, that's cool. So they're not explicitly said as like, this is Pharaoh, Din, and, and, and the other one. Um, <laughs> Pharaoh, Din, and Gareth. <laughs> they're, 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 kind, they're based in the same areas that are named after the three dragons and Skyward Sword, which is Pharaoh, um, Lanryu, and, and the other one. Um, I can't remember two at a time. Leave me alone. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's three of them. Now, the third dragon, I won't ruin that one. Okay. That was another very special thing that I found completely at random. Um, but yeah, that was... that was like, This is Breath of the Wild. Unexpected discovery is this game's best fucking thing. You really do feel like they're going to be finding Easter eggs in that game for at least the next six months of stuff just popping and going, oh my God, look what I found from just doing some random stuff over in this particular area of the map. Um, and that was it. That was one of it was amazing. Nothing really happened. I found out that you can you can't really fight them. They're not boss battles, but you do need to like attack them to get pieces to fall off to upgrade your weapons, upgrade your armor. But it was so good. It genuinely like, goosebumps, hairs on your back, here, uh, hairs on your arm stand up, all that good business. So fucking good. And that was the point where I was like, this was on day two, and I was like, this is gonna be a fucking amazing game. So yeah, I'm to, to, to curtail it. To, to bring it round to the central question, put Darren. Way. Put it up against any other game you want. I'm pretty sure I'm going to side with Breath of the Wild. Red Dead. Breath of the Wild. Arkham. Breath of the Wild. Uh, Red. Red. Pokemon Red. Pokemon Red's my favourite, but objectively, this is better. Because it's a Game Boy Colour game, for fuck's sake. Yeah, still. You can name them off. God of War 3, any GTA you want. I'm still... It's close. It's not like this is... This is not a, a massive leap forward in the same way Ocarina of Time was. Don't get me wrong. I don't know where they go from here. <laughs> I really don't know what the sequel to Breath of the Wild is unless it's Breath of the Wild fucking 2. I don't know where they go from here. It's so it's like Mario Galaxy where there's nowhere left to go. This is the thing, yeah. It's such a precedent setter. Like, you can't do anything less than this. It's going to have to just be this again. But that's fine. Most 3D Zelda games have followed the Ocarina of Time template somewhat faithfully. Wind Waker probably less than most because of the water thing, but... They're all pretty much variations on the theme, particularly Majora's Mask, so no one really complains about that being almost a direct clone of fucking Ocarina of Time. Um, so that's the thing. So it comes down to, is it better than The Wind Waker? Is it Do better I than The Wind Waker? more than The Wind Waker? I think if you had to tell me now, I really don't know if I'd be able to answer the question. Oh, what? They are so on a par. I think if I'm being honest with myself, this one gets the slightest of edges. Doesn't have the charm. Doesn't have the, 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 the true charm that Wind of Waker has. It's there. It's much more charming than Skyward Sword, which we can just fuck off and strike from the record as far as I'm concerned. And it's a much more fun game than Ocarina and Majora's Mask are, in terms of just being genuinely quite fun to play instead of being a bit morose. Uh, same thing goes for Twilight Princess. Um, I, what's going to have to happen is... Sorry if this is a bit of a cop-out. Trust me, this is a Ty Dillinger, in every sense of the word. 10 out of 10, no one is lying to you. I know people are like, well, everyone that's reviewing the game early got their Switches from Nintendo, so yeah. they're not going to be too overly critical. Oh, oh, yeah, the inventory system isn't well managed, by the way. We've already said that. That's a bit bad. Um, no, but I mean, the, the space is quite limited, but you can upgrade that. Oh, right, There's no argument okay. in that menu system. It's a piece of shit. Um, give it a year. If a year's time from now, a year's passed since I've played this game, if I then go, I want to play that game again in full, then say say we get to twelve months time. You you've bought the Switch because you want to play Mario Odyssey and Pokemon, and you play and Breath of the Wild again. Yeah, I buy I buy Breath of the Wild. Then I think there is then no denying 
Because that's all it needs. That is the only qualifier I think it needs is for me to have a genuine desire in a year's time, like I do with all those games just rattled off. Wind Waker, God of War, Batman, uh, Red Dead, GTA, the works. If I have a desire to play it again, it's the greatest video game ever made. So, so we can't answer the question is what you're saying. I, 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 I can come as close as to saying definitively it is the greatest video game ever made. It's one of the greatest video games ever made, certainly. It's one of the best Nintendo games ever made. I It made me not hate the Wii U as much as I thought I was going to. Still don't like it very much. But this thing, it's almost poetically beautiful that the only video game I ever play on what was objectively the, my least favourite console I've ever played on is the greatest video game of all time, potentially. <laughs> That's kind of beautiful. Yeah. I kind of like that. Um, <laughs> this thing, this thing, if in a year's time I want to play it again, I've got to go and buy a Switch because you'll have, you know, well, you'll have a Switch by that point, but I still won't own the console. That's true. So I'm going to go and buy this game. This way might be perfect just to not even play it again. Just to jetson it off and say, right, don't mess with the memories because games are going to come that might be as good as this, different to this. Zelda will have to continue on. This is not the end. But I might just want to push it out and say, no, leave it alone as the perfect memory that it was. I've just been so, so fucking good. That, yeah, please do go ahead and buy it. Um, I'm imploring you now, Michael. Please don't wait for the Switch. Please don't wait any longer to have somebody else I know who's played this video game. Just so I can talk to you about all the things. Because you're going to find things that I don't find. That's the thing. You could find 20 things I never fucking came across. And I'd be like, that makes sense. You might find some amazing fucking sword. You might find, you know, Tingle might be in the fucking game for all we know. Um, <laughs> you might be better at taking them Guardians than I am. I've yet to even tackle a flying one. Oh, God, that the doesn't sound fun. The ones are hard enough. The flying ones are going to be fucking impossible. Um, so, yes. In conclusion, it probably is the greatest video game of all. Tune in in a year to find it. Shit. Whew! Darren, that was... That was a fun story. I enjoyed that story. That was a, that was a cool tale. And that's the thing. Some could say that was legendary. Oh, I read it there. Ah. No idea where they go next. <laughs> yeah. None. They've shot themselves in the foot. <laughs> Fucking, they're going to get delusions of the grandeur now. Like, <laughs> this is it. This might be the zenith. Do you think this is it? This is where they end. They're not making any more Zelda games and that's it. Well, not even that. But I'm just, oh, I just don't know. I just, they don't, oh, God help the man who's got to be. I reckon... Is this a Wolverine situation? Yeah, I, I do think of, like, I just don't, just start again, lads. <laughs> um, yeah. The whole thing of it's beginning to look a lot like Sega. Yeah. If they're turfing out games like this, they do not need to be worried. The Switch is going to have a relatively well, I think. The Switch is on it's par to sell well. more than the Wii, which is crazy. It's ridiculous. If it carries on at this pace. Considering the... the, the the Wii was... The wasteland of opening games they had for that system. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The, and, like, the Wii was all things to all men if you talk to some people. Like, because it oh, was just... That, that, that's the thing you had everyone had one. It had cross appeal. Yeah. That's what the Wii U lacks. Because of that cumbersome controller, which is a piece of shit, I always thought it would be, <laughs> and it is. I played... Listen, you need them for some of the shrines. Like I said at the start of the episode, you need them for that. Literally, the second they were done... I didn't throw it, Michael. Just, I, just, I, really I was like, going to say, you stupid bastard. I placed it gently on... Back on, into the dock. On, on, back on the dock so it was nice and safe and everything's fine. But basically play the game with the Pro Controller because it's an actual video game. What are you doing? Yeah. Okay. I wish there was button mapping. Angry Joe put the point there. Yeah, that'd you be nice. You can't button map and it is a bit... Because we were getting confused, weren't we? Uh, yeah, we were. Uh, like, like, <laughs> I, kept, I kept throwing things away, calling for a horse, which would piss me off because I was trying to do stealth. 
I kept falling off the mountain. We should have recorded that. Oh, oh you had to when you in the, sorry. Last thing, we were in the Great Plateau. Me and my friend, our first playthrough, we had to climb down the mountain. We didn't have the hang glider yet, so we had to physically climb down the mountain. I fell off about ten times. I got down in one go. I don't know how that happened because I kept then trying to be like cocky, going, "But if I let go at this point, I can just grab on." Because you can, once you let go, when you press forward, you'll grab back onto the wall. I just kept missing and hitting, like hitting this like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was fun. It was two o'clock in the morning as well. We were getting delirious, but. Four. That was that, Michael. That's now, you've been playing My Horizon. That's the other bit of the story I left out. Yeah. I took My Horizon Zero Dawn, and as penance for you, for like payment of you giving me your Wii U for some extent of time, I was like, you take Horizon. I don't want it. I felt guilt towards an inanimate object. Like, I brought it and didn't necessarily... <laughs> I really want to play that game. I'm not, by any means, but I was like... I sat there playing it like, this isn't the open world game you want to be playing right now, is it? So, we can have that review, maybe sometime soon. Yeah. You might be able to do a one-off review, and I'll sit here and be quiet for an hour. Who knows, we might even start a video game podcast. Hint. Darren, plug away. Well, I need something to do as I'm leaving ProWrestling.net in a few weeks. Oh, yeah, good point. So, so there's that. Maybe um, we should do video games. That'd be fun. Um, this has been a fun discussion. I've enjoyed it. It was good, right? We don't... Because we did, we know video games. It's like, outside of movies, it's the other big thing we know. We do. We do. And we don't talk well, about it. Thing, it's a lot easier to consume films than it is video games. That's think, true. Because you're very reliant on... The, the schedule is not as... Because we're not massive first-person shooter people. So, that being said, I played two really good ones mm. recently. Overwatch and Timefall Two, so you know. Oh yeah, Timefall Two. I've only played the storyline mode. I haven't played online, but Timefall Two is. Really you played Timefall Two now. I played Timefall Two. I've oh, got, I've got it in the PSN. So. Shit, there's an episode. There is an episode. Timefall Two was so good. Um, <laughs> you please me. I haven't made you happy. <laughs> Fucking love Titanfall Two. It, it was really. Good. Was Peter Cullen the name of the of the of your Titan in? Um, uh, Peter Cullen. What are you on about? After a Prime guy. Was he the voice of BT? Is that what you're yeah. asking? Yeah. I didn't think he was. It sounded a bit like him. I'll look it up. Um, right, sorry. Plug away. At the Good Twitch on Twitter. Um, you can... I've made you a written version of Zelda, but I think I've just explained everything I wanted to there. Yeah. Um, so just listen to this again. Uh, yeah, and I am leaving ProWrestling.net in a few weeks. Uh, but keep your shh. They know, but the, the world doesn't know. But you do. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we got WrestleMania to get out of the way, and then a few UK odds and ends uh, a, a week after that, and then I'm off. You're off. So. I know, so I'll have more time to write articles at fairestime.com. Michael Plug. Yeah, you can go and find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Minds, and other services under the username FowlENT. That's F O U E. F-O-U-L-E-N-T if I say it properly there's also um, Toilet on Naume which is cool you should check it out we're still doing that it's fun you can go and follow me personally at ThatMikeOwen on Twitter and that wraps it up so thank you for listening to Talk Amongst Yourselves I'm closing this out Darren sorry it's your. It's yours to close out close us out please Darren thank Richard. you for listening to me ramble on about a video game that it, the entire world has already reviewed, reviewed it two weeks ago and has moved on um, but thank you it was a, a very very good game I felt I just need to throw my hat in there to confirm how good a game it is and now it's just a question of is there anything that can stop this being game of the year I don't think so. We got Red Dead coming, so maybe and maybe another Batman game, maybe a Spider-Man, and maybe got a War. But I don't know. They're gonna have to come with free blowjobs if they're gonna beat this game. I think <laughs> at this point, because it essentially was one. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>